Hey, this is Corey Turner. And along with my wife, Simone, we are the senior pastors of Numa Church. I wanted to thank you for listening to our podcast today. You're about to hear a message from one of our team that we pray builds your faith and empowers you to follow Jesus more closely. Enjoy the message. Romans 8. So you have not received the spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you've received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Can you just let the, I'm going to read that again, and and I want the, the revelation of that. Holy Spirit, just let that revelation flood our hearts. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Hear the Holy Spirit. You are no longer a fearful slave. Instead, you received God's spirit. When he adopted you as his own children, you are a child of God. And now we call him Abba, Father. So his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are, we are heirs of God's glory. Be great to just stop right there, wouldn't it? But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. So I want to speak very briefly, somehow, about revival and God's father heart. Lord, would you do a work right now? Lord, you've spoken to us about your love. You've helped us to feel your love. Lord, there's some things you want to break off of your people. I pray you'd do it in Jesus' name. It was on Father's Day in 1995 that um, revival came to Brownsville Assembly of God in Pensacola, Florida. I actually came to Christ just a few months after that at a church in Memphis that was experiencing a revival that stemmed from that. And, uh, you know, you you hear stories of what happened there, and it actually sounds a whole lot like what God's been doing amongst us over the last week. But one of the, the things that came out of this revival that began on a Father's Day was this renewed revelation of the love of God, that God is our Father who profoundly, deeply, more than we can fathom and understand, loves us. But at the same time, there was this, this, these moments of holy terror that came and this sense of the fear of the Lord. And, and we really don't value the love of the Father until we recognize our own sin and separation from God and our desperate need for the only one who leads us into the Father's love, which is who? Jesus. It's only because of his finished work and what he did for us on the cross. Taking our shame. Who talked about shame? Taking our shame upon himself. Himself. Being crucified there. That we could be made right. with somebody this week who I found out when we were meeting was terrified for days about our meeting because he, this person thought I was going to just rip into him. And I really appreciated his courage for telling me this because it gave me an opportunity to minister to him and let him know how much he's loved. But we began to unpack and There were things that happened, wounds in his soul from previous years 
leaders, uh, a youth leader that had just publicly embarrassed him and then just the father wounds in the soul that made the first response of anyone in authority or anyone who was supposed to be a spiritual father in his life, the first response of him was to be afraid and to want to, you know, he, he had to push through that just to catch up. What's he, he going to say? What have I done wrong? How's he going to re- I'm like, man, I just wanted to, sh- to, sh- to show up and tell you I love you. I care about you. You're, you're like a son to me. I believe in you. There's a call on your life. And I can relate to that because I had some of my own father wounds. Some of you may have had have some wounds in your soul. Um, my, my dad was in MIA for a whole year when I was three years old because he was in prison. And I, who knows what that did to me. Imagine three years old. I just out of nowhere, no explanation. Dad vanishes. Where'd he go? Just mommy. I have no memory of this. I can remember a few little things of life and experiences and only my mom being there. And I remember the next season where my dad was present, but I don't remember feeling or thinking, where's dad? But man, that would have wounded my soul. My dad telling me at age eight that he was still, that he was thinking about, hey, how would you feel if I was with another woman other than your mom? What are you talking about, dad? I remember being disgusted. And it was like he was feeling things out. Is now the time or, or should it be later? Then there was the wound in my soul of my dad telling me at 17 he was leaving my mom. I don't love her anymore. I love another woman. But there was a part of me that heard him say, I don't love you anymore, son. Even though that was never his intention or there were the empty promises and the many times that my dad lied to me to the point where eventually I had to just put up some boundaries because I just, if I let him into my life, I would get hurt. I would be broken again and again. But then I began to follow Jesus. And I even remember my testimony, the, my, my salvation moment of, and, and the testimony of what God did in my soul. And the revelation that hit me so profoundly was, it's like God said to me, Jason, you don't have to do anything to get me to love you. I just do. I just love you. Then God brought pastors into my life who began to father me, be a, 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 like a loving father. I still remember crying on one guy's shoulder who saying, and, and literally I was saying to him, thank you for standing in the gap for me. Thank you for being a dad, the dad that my dad can't be to me right now. I mean, I'm 21 years old crying, 22 crying on this man's shoulder. God is healing the wounds of fatherlessness in my soul. And one of the most beautiful, profound things that God reveals to us in this passage, you can put it back up there, is that God is our Father. He loves us. I remember a friend telling me one time, uh, he, was, he was actually a friend, but he was preaching. And so I heard him telling this preaching. He wasn't telling me, he was telling everyone that was listening, but he was my friend. He said, um, he said, I was flying in the Middle East and I had this profound revelation of this passage because there was this little boy running down the aisle of the airplane to his father. And this was an Arabic-speaking place. He was saying, Abba, Abba, Abba. 
and just this revelation of that, that this little boy crying out, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And, and just the profound, prof- profundity, how about that for a word, of this revelation that the creator, the, the Lord of heaven and earth, he's not just creator. He's not just the one before whom we feel terror. It's not just the one who judges uh, our sin, but he's the one that in Christ brings us into an intimacy that's so deep that we experience a love that is unspeakable, that is unfathomable, indescribable. And so the first thing we need to recognize is that the Father's love destroys the fear of rejection. The Father's love destroys the fear of rejection. This is one of the things that God, I was so consumed with being rejected by my friends and Jesus reveals this revelation of the Father heart of God that it doesn't matter what they think about me, I love you. But then I found it started shifting because of the fatherlessness. Then it was, I was directing those fears of rejection towards others. You know, leaders or people that were, were in authority in my life or like father figures, I was so afraid of their rejection. When the spirit of rejection is at work in our soul, it begins to damage our relationships. One of the reasons is, is because we unconsciously begin to reject other people before they will reject us. I've had people do this to me as a pastor who they, they live under this lie. It's like this demonic spirit telling them the pastor, he, do, he doesn't value you. He doesn't believe in you. You have no future here. He's just like your dad. Now, some of that in many, in many ways is self-conscious. And so there's this, well, I'm going to leave. I'm going to reject you before you have a chance to reject me out of this fear of being rejected. And I've seen this tendency in my own soul, as I've said. But Jesus came to set us free from the fear of rejection. Why, how can he set us free from the fear of rejection? Because he was the one who was rejected by the Father on our behalf. There is no more rejection left for us because Jesus was rejected by the Father. When he, you remember that moment on the cross? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you rejected me? It was the, the, the rejection that we deserve, the the wrath of God, God's judgment against sin being poured out upon Jesus. And when we come into this revelation of being loved by the Father through Jesus, there's no more room for rejection. There's no more room for, for, fee, for, for who cares? And that, that the revelation that's come this way, who cares what people think about me? My Father loves me. Second, the Father's love breaks down walls of mistrust. Some of us have put up walls of mistrust because of abuse or, or uh, evils against us. Maybe it was a father, maybe it was a pastor, some other leader in our life. And, and we've made this unconscious vow, I will never trust a pastor again. I will never trust fill in the blank again because of what happened. I'm not going to let myself get close enough to them that they can hurt me. We have this automatic assumption that this person 
the, whatever, I don't know, it's too risky. I'm not even going to bother being in the relationship. It's too risky because it's only going to end in hurt. I remember when I first showed up at NUMA back in 2017, uh, it was called Bridge Church at the time, and I really loved being at the east location of this church because I felt this buffer between me and the city location where the senior leadership was because I had experienced some hurts recently from other people. And I just thought, you know what, I, I, I know this guy, I trust him. I'm not going to get too close to them because who knows what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen there. But gradually over time, God begins to heal my soul. How did he do that? A greater revelation of his love, the love of the Father. Finally, the Father's love frees us from bitterness. One of the ways that we can be enslaved through lack of fathering is that we can tend to hold grudges and find it hard to forgive others. Bitterness is like an unforgiveness that, and it, that manifests in gossip and slander. It might, it might look like the passive-aggressive Facebook post. It might look like even gossip that's overt and talking about someone. As the people of God, we have got to become so in tune and aware. You know, it's, it's all of our responsibility to war against the spirit that's at work there in trying to bring division amongst God's people. was very bitter towards my father before I became a Christian. Didn't even realize it. Couldn't even have a conversation with him about it. The love of the father sets us free from bitterness, unforgiveness. John, team, can you come back? Just feel we're going to have a moment to respond. If you have little kids in kids ministry, if you could just in a few moments maybe make your way out and relieve our kids workers. But I feel the Holy Spirit wants to bring a revelation of his father heart in these specific areas. Of rejection mistrust and bitterness unforgiveness can we just open our hearts to him Holy Spirit is here to bring freedom don't close off any part I remember being at this conference and just the deep work of the Holy Spirit and the uncomfortable moments when the Holy Spirit was speaking and I knew he was saying this that's me that's me I need I need to respond to this Just begin to invite the Holy Spirit to speak Holy Spirit will you bring life through your word bring freedom through your word Bring deliverance through your word. If you know that there is a rejection 
do stand to our feet. know that the Holy Spirit is revealing any of these three things, a rejection, that fear of rejection, that fear of other people, that thing that comes on, you feel really insecure at times, you know you need a revelation of the Father in that part of your life. Maybe you know that there have been some walls of mistrust that are preventing you from walking into relationship and preventing you from walking into even your destiny and calling. Would you just lift your hands to the Lord? Just invite him as you lift your hands to bring healing, the healing balm of his presence. Holy Spirit. hear the Father say, I love you. One of the hindrances to our freedom is always unforgiveness. And so whoever that person was that hurt you, wherever that, that, that root of fatherlessness or, or that wound in the soul can, as the Holy Spirit just begins to bring a face before your, your eyes, can you release that person to the Lord, can you say, Lord, I forgive them. Where does the power to forgive come from? It come from, comes from the recognition that I myself have sinned against a holy God. I have received forgiveness from him. How can I ever withhold forgiveness from someone, from someone else when I have been forgiven of so much? Oh, Lord, we see our sin. We see that which separated us from you. We see your kindness and your, your, your mercy. We see what Jesus did on the cross. And so, Lord, we choose to forgive. Just tell the Lord right now. Just say, Lord, I, I forgive them. Thank you for joining us for this message today. We don't assume that every person listening has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so today, we invite you to begin following Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible teaches that every one of us has been created for a relationship with God. Sin has separated us from that relationship, but God loved us so much that He gave us His one and only Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus lived, died, and rose again, conquering sin, Satan, and death itself. If we believe in our hearts that God has raised Jesus from the dead, and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. So if you are ready to pray in faith, turning away from your sin and believing in Jesus for your salvation, please pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God and I ask you to forgive me and cleanse my heart from all of my sin. I receive by faith the free gift of eternal life and I ask that you would fill me with the Holy Spirit. I thank you that I am born again as a child of God and that you have made me a new creation in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer for the first time, we would love to know and help connect you to a local church in your area. You can contact us on our website, numa.church. Thank you for listening.